2: Welcome
3: to Wolf 359.
2: Jacoby, report.
3: Just finishing up the final checks, boss. We'll be
0: ready for launch in just a few minutes.
3: Oh, really? Because I was
4: starting to think that there was no time here, in the sixth circle of hell.
2: I'm sure Mr. Jacoby appreciates your help with the adjustments, Captain.
0: And your patience. Big fan of the patience. Happy to be of assistance.
1: Do I have time to run a quick- No! Okay, then. Just asking.
2: Officer Eiffel?
3: Are we ready for my close-up?
2: See? Eiffel gets it.
3: Um. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to today's Deep Space Probe launch. In the center ring, Meet the amazing signal amplification module, Wally number nine. Prepare to marvel as this brave little toaster gets, hopefully, pumpkin chuck to the other side of the star. And, comms are a go.
0: Is loud and clear, Mr. Jacoby. Thanks, Hera. But since it's still inside the Hephaestus, I'll hold off on my celebratory gloating.
1: Uh, could we get that in writing?
2: Two minutes, everyone. Focus. Dr. Maxwell, how are the trajectory vectors looking?
1: Hera and I modeled them out and everything in that department looks good. The math is perfect.
0: You're implying that something else is less than perfect.
1: Uh, hmm. <gasps> what did you call this test, Eiffel? Uh, Wall E number nine?
2: Shut up. All right, let's get clear. Don't have to tell me twice. Dr. Maxwell, Hira.
0: All three stages of the rocket and launch system are responsive, sir.
2: And all guides are up and in the green. Very well. Jacoby? Ready, sir. Prepare to launch the module on my mark. Three, two, one, mark.
0: Trajectory is consistent with the flight
2: plan. Do we have a lock on the sensor readings?
4: For now.
2: So, anybody got a pack of cards? or...? How do my comms look, Eiffel? Uh, five by five, Colonel. Excellent.
0: The module's initializing stage two disconnect. Preparing to activate orbit stabilization.
2: When will we know if the module is on a stable orbit, Hira?
0: Well, it should send a ping when the Stage 3 systems have engaged. Otherwise, we'll hear a... Ah. It looks like the module stabilizers failed to engage properly. (sighs) It's fallen into a degrading orbit and will shortly be consumed by the star. Well, that went
3: well. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm serious. Once we crunch some numbers, Colonel, I can start prep on the next trial. Have you...
0: (sighs) Did you not process what just happened? The module is about three hours away from being incinerated. Look, Captain, I know you
2: may be new to this. Excuse me? But we in the ballistics community have certain criteria by which we measure success. What just happened?
3: We just achieved launch and system transitions. A probe just communicated with both the Hephaestus hardcoms and with Hera, and it just angled itself on a
0: far-range orbit at the limit of the star's gravitational field. We only missed the
2: optimal vector by... Well, how much, Hera?
0: About 547, Mr. Jacoby. Exactly! That's a solid 9 out of 10. It's 547
3: feet. Isn't that bad. I guess.
0: 547 miles, Eiffel.
4: Miles?
0: That is correct.
4: Okay. Okay. That's it.
3: Did you not hear the part about criteria for success? Yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm with the captain on this one. Survey says all other stuff doesn't matter if you can't keep your dinghy from being swallowed up by the big blue whale out there. Just because it didn't work doesn't mean it doesn't work.
1: You do have to think about the bigger picture here.
3: I'm not sure this looks any better in IMAX.
1: No, everyone. Listen. Jacoby's exactly right. <laughs> It's one of my chief virtues. We do have to think about the big picture. We have to think about how many more of our limited resources we're going to spend on a project that, well, (laughs) only ever scores a 9 out of 10. Hey,
2: that was- Mr. Jacoby, while there shouldn't be anyone here, especially after the last couple weeks, who doubts your abilities, this project is taking a hell of a lot longer than your initial projections. So, I need you to take your pride out of the equation and use your head. Is this going to work? Yes, sir. It will. Very well. Start working with Maxwell on the analysis. Everyone else, you're dismissed. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Hold on. Colonel?
3: That's it? He gets to keep trying, what, because he says so? Just like
4: that?
2: Yeah. Just like that. Why? Because he's earned it. Anything else, Officer Eiffel? No, sir. Good. Dismissed.
3: just saying, if we're looking at another week of Avengers assembling a protocol droid that doesn't work, we should have a later wake-up call.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It's not exactly great for morale when you know all your work's just getting thrown into the fires of Mount Doom, you know? But if I could get an extra hour's lie-in, maybe a breakfast burrito? Then I'd be happy to teach your flux capacitor some Morse code.
0: Yeah. That sounds great. great.
3: A motivated workplace. That's what I'm all about.
0: Mm-hmm. I... Okay. That's, That's weird.
3: weird. Hira? You alright?
0: Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's just... Jacobi's module, it's... It's still transmitting.
3: It hasn't fallen into bug Zapper 359 yet?
0: No. It won't... It won't do that for a couple hours. It's not... I'm just... I'm I'm trying, trying to untangle the readings.
3: What do you mean, untangle? What's wrong with the readings?
0: They're, they're interesting. It's it's like 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 like. like, like.
1: Hira. Yeah.
3: I've got him.
2: Eiffel? You doing all right? <laughs> Fine. Fine, Colonel.
3: Barely, barely felt
2: that. <laughs> Everyone else all right? We're all pretty banged up, but nobody seems to be in critical condition.
3: What the hell happened? Flare and stellar wind. The star's activity has increased. Dramatically. Ugh. Should we be worried about... No... Better question,
2: what should we be worried about? We were able to compensate for the turbulence and get the station stable... ...for now. But since we're all accounted for, I want a damage report on all ship functions.
1: Hira says... The ship's infrastructure wasn't damaged by the blast. Not too badly, anyway.
3: Whoa there, cowgirl. Hira can talk for herself. Right, Hira? Uh,
1: not exactly. Whatever's going on, it's still overriding all our speaker functions. I'm having to translate directly from Hira's thought stream.
3: What? What what gives you the... Here, give me that. Why is this... This is just lots and lots of ones and zeros.
1: Yes. Which is why we should let the person who can read Advanced Binary do the translating.
3: But how do we know you're not, you know, completely full of crap?
1: Hira says... She's saying... Stuff that in your breakfast burrito. We have... Bigger things to worry about. I assume that means something to you?
2: Ladies, gentlemen, not to put too fine a point on it, but get to your stations and get me reports right now.
1: How about now?
3: No. Damn. Hera says- Is that right, Hira? Flicker the lights once if by land and two if by sea! She's lying! Don't trust her!
1: (sighs) We seriously do not have time for this. All she's trying to ask is if you might be able to verify- Yeah,
3: except as far as I know, it's you asking so I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing.
1: Mashing buttons and hoping a random combination will be able to isolate the signal?
3: Works for Goldeneye. Just stay on your side and keep trying with the
1: frequencies. Gosh, thanks, Maxwell. It's really great you're around to help the crew communicate with our autopilot. And it was so impressive how quickly you were able to route the signal into the comms council
3: is better at the passive-aggressive thing, too, you know.
1: Ow! Hey! (laughs) What the hell was that? I'm still here. I'm always here. So stop worrying about me, Officer Eiffel. We need to isolate the signal before the next emergency. So just be here and talk to us.
3: Okay. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Sorry, Maxwell.
1: You're not, but thanks.
3: We need to backtrack for a second and think about this. Okay. First, we send a probe off into the wild blue yonder. It ends up caught in Wolf 359's tractor beams, and all that's supposed to happen is charcoal. But the next thing we know, the British are coming into our airwaves.
1: It's the Russians, actually, but sure.
3: And as long as the module's bouncing its transmission to us, all our relay systems, including the PA, are stuck in War of 1812 mode. So either our alien pals are about to blow up the House of Parliament.
1: Or there's something else embedded in the music. Some other information that's actually causing the override. The question is, can we isolate it? Maybe,
3: but even a full system sweep could take hours to nail that down. And I don't speak Soundwave.
1: Which is why I've been trying to find corresponding anomalies within the transmission layers.
3: Yeah, but even if you did, they'd be useless unless we could somehow. Wait, wait, wait. Wait online at the DMV, wait. What? I just had a really dumb idea.
2: How feasible is this? In principle,
3: another module would allow us to divert the signal. And it let us analyze the real slim shady without a dozen French horns in the way. And that would work? Yes. If we can get another sound magnet in the air to control and sort through what we're getting. Which will not be easy.
1: We don't have much of a window to get it right, either. Module hits a star in under two hours.
2: I can get it right. Dr. Maxwell?
1: The only problem... Well, the only big problem... Well, the only gigantic problem I see is the launch point. We can't get the secondary module in the right place from our current location.
2: So we have to move the station?
3: Quickly and accurately, which none of us can do without verbal guidance from Mother program. And why is that? Because the continued flare activity has resulted in powerful gravitational fluctuations. Right now we are in a relatively stable pocket, but if station moves, we will have no protection from kinetic shock waves. And adapted for an American audience, that means... Death. It means death, Officer Eiffel. (sighs) Well,
1: death is bad. Insights from Doug Eiffel, ladies and gentlemen.
3: It was just a thought. I... thanks for hearing me out anyway. And even if we miss this opportunity, at least we know...
1: Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa! Officer Eiffel... Who said anything about missing this opportunity? You
1: can't be serious.
2: What about the death vortex of death? Maxwell, work with Here and Hilbert on a flight plan and launch trajectories. Please. On it, sir. And Captain Lovelace, I'm sure Mr. Jakobi could use a hand. He's got a rather involved build and it needs to happen quickly. I'd appreciate it. Sir, I- uh, I want status reports in 15 minutes. Eiffel, with me. Uh,
3: Colonel, sir, you may want to stop and think about this before we commit
2: to- It's a bold plan. We've got challenges and we've got to overcome them quickly, but- Sir, due respect, but I do not want opening my big mouth about this to be the last
3: regret I ever have. What Hilbert said, it doesn't sound like this is
2: something we can get a 9 out of 10 on. It's not. But I'm not wasting a chance at some real intelligence because the odds are long. I've faced longer and so, by the way, have you. Sir, I'm not. This morning you asked
3: Jacoby to stop and use his head. Have you done that? Are we sure about this?
2: I'm sure. Go back to the comms room, get set up. I want us ready to pick apart this signal ASAP. What are you going to do? Same thing you're going to do, Officer Eiffel. Something I don't particularly want to. Let's go.
4: What? Did you miss me? I gave
2: you an order, Lieutenant.
4: And look at all these dams I'm giving about
2: it. Lieutenant, you have work to do, I'm not fooling around.
4: Neither am I. I've got six more days to think long and hard about what I've done. You pull that card, you fly your own damn
2: ship. You're not even the least bit curious about what's happening. The turbulence? The music?
4: Tchaikovsky's all right. I'm really more of a Chopin girl myself.
2: When did you know you wanted to go to outer space?
4: When did I... What?
2: When did you know? Two? Five? Twelve? What?
4: Why the hell do you
2: care? Because I know that sulking in a glorified fishbowl isn't what you signed up for. It certainly isn't what I had in mind. What you really want? It's out there right now, Lieutenant. It's waiting for you.
4: What I want is for you to get out and lock the door behind you. Sure.
2: But, not as much as you want to hear what an alien intelligence has to say for itself. If only, so that you can protect our people from it. (sighs) Alright everyone, full attention.
4: This is how it's going to work. In order to get the booster module in the air and operational before the probe burns up, we actually need to fly closer to the star. We're going to have to go right up to the red line, but which means- Settle
2: down, Lieutenant.
4: Which means we'll need a team in engine control as well as sight guides in the bridge and observation deck.
1: Hera can't handle that on her own? Mm-mm. Hira's sensors have about a 500-mile margin of error. To do this, we'll need to be within 200. So, team effort.
3: Dare
4: I ask what happens if we step, like, a toe over the margin? We get pulled into the star and we die. That's why it's called the Red Line, Eiffel. Point of no return.
1: <coughs> Are you on board with this higher order, Idiocy Mankovsky?
4: No. But I'm here. Yeah, gang, I've got the old
3: proverbial bad feeling about this. Come on, where's your sense of fun? Violent decompression and explosive force do not generally qualify as fun.
1: (sighs) Sounds like a perfect Sunday afternoon to me. Look, it seems like a neat way to die, but I'd rather not go out trying something this stupid. How
2: would you like to go out, Captain? What? I asked, how would you like to go out? What would you rather die trying to do? I know we came up here at different times, but first contact was always the Holy Grail. And now it's in front of us, on a plate, and you're... What? Scared? Jacoby, are you tired of having to treat your fellow crewmates like toddlers? Oh my god, you have no idea. What about you, Dr. Maxwell? Would you prefer if your colleagues started acting like the professionals that they can be?
1: That'd be great, yeah.
2: Everything we've ever tried to do is within our reach, but we have to earn it. We have to do our jobs, and yes, those jobs are impossible, and yes, they are scary. But I would think that by now, you all might be tired of being scared. Look, we aren't on the sidelines. We are doing this, so I invite you formally to screw your doubts, and for once in your lives, play at our level. It's time to get off the bench.
3: (sighs) There is perhaps a workaround to coordinate the manual controls. Alright then,
2: let's get to work. some buzz, but Team Scotty's on the case? How much power do you need on the approach, Lieutenant?
4: I need all head full, Colonel. Guide one? Copy. You've gotta keep an eye to port. Stop me from drifting.
2: Affirmative.
4: Is Hira
3: giving you corresponding numbers from the bridge?
1: Yes, we're on it, Doctor. I'm watching starboard and Hira's timing our wave off. (laughs)
2: Head full, ready on your mark, Lieutenant.
4: Eighty seconds to launch point from my mark. Mr. Jacoby, Captain Loveless, good luck. Copy that, Lieutenant. Light him up.
3: Three, two, one, mark. Did... Did it work? Did we make it?
0: I think we made it, Officer Eiffel. I- I- I've got control of the ship and I'll lock on the signal. The only thing left to do now is decipher it.
2: Nice job, everyone. Nice job. Officer Eiffel. Time to go to work.
0: Are you going to listen to that transmission, Officer (sighs) Eiffel?
3: As many times as it takes for it to not be an anticlimactic killjoy.
0: You never know. Dr. Maxwell and I might be able to figure it out.
3: It's just... someone saying something here. We went through all of that and we didn't get anything out of it. I think we earned at least something.
2: In my ears, like our old pal, the year 1812 Festival Overture in E flat major. You know
3: the full name? Opus number 49. Hey, Eiffel. Hey. Why do you. It's the one piece of classical music that has cannons in it. (laughs) Of course, I like it.
4: Eiffel, no chance you want to help us with some steering
1: modifications later?
3: Nah, thanks, Commander. Enjoying my off rotation.
1: Oh, hey, Eiffel. Hey, Cap. Is there coffee?
3: Yeah. There's a fresh pot in the counter.
1: Oh, great. I've been at this signal-router optimization thing all day, and I'm starting to see-
3: Ghosts in the machine?
1: Something like that. I'd love to get your input later, Captain, if you're not too busy with the launcher repairs. Sure. I can maybe take a look before dinner. You off, Eiffel?
3: Yeah. It's been brought to my attention that I've maxed out my time in the comms room for a while.
1: So... you're squatting in the mess? Something like that.
2: Ah, good. You're all here. I believe that Dr. Hilbert has some news worth sharing. You were right, Dr.
3: Maxwell. About mathematical implications of the transmission's intervals.
1: Really? It is a countdown?
3: More like status marker. The star exhibits discrete periods of increased stellar activity. However these transmissions are functioning, those conditions must factor into what is being sent. So... what? Everything the aliens are sending through Wolf 359 comes with an expiration
0: date? No. More like a delivery schedule, right? Precisely. Do you think you can model it out?
2: I do not think. I already have. And? And we have a possible date for the next episode. Something big is coming down the pipe, folks. Something very, very big. And it's going to be here... In three months.
3: Wolf 359 will return on September 5th. This has been Wolf 359 by Kinda Evil Genius Productions. Tonight's episode was written by Sarah Shackett and directed by Gabrielle Urbina. The roles of Eiffel and Hilbert were played by Zach Valenti. The role of Minkowski was played by Emma Jarko. The role of Hera was played by Michaela Swee. The role of Loveless was played by Cecilia Lynn Jacobs. The role of Kepler was played by Zach Labresco. The role of Jacoby was played by Noah Mazur. And the role of Maxwell was played by Michelle Agresti. Original music by Alan Rohde. An audio recording by Jared Paul. Tonight's space transmission was the 1812 Overture by Pyotr Ilyich Tchaikovsky. Please consider supporting the show by signing up for a monthly donation at patreon.com wolf359radio. Visit us at wolf359.fm to get full episodes and extras. Or follow us on Tumblr and Twitter at wolf359radio for news and more. Right on time. How are you, Warren?
2: Well, sir. Thank you. You received my after-action report, I trust.
3: Rachel decrypted it about 10 minutes ago, so I only just had time to scan it, but it sounds like you
2: stabilized the situation. Yes, sir. What do you want me to keep in mind, now that we're collecting some real data? (sighs) Hmm.
3: Continue to observe and report. Expect to prepare a daily update for me until I tell you otherwise. My main concern is security. What's your read on the crew?
2: Their focus is exactly where we want it to be, sir. I've been very careful. What about your two aides? Jacoby and Maxwell's idea of trying to get on the inside is poking at my server. I'm not concerned about them, sir. Good.
3: I know you trust them, but we don't need the circle getting any bigger than it already is.
2: Yes, Mr. Cutter. I don't think anyone suspects what we're really interested in, sir. Good. Good. So, how is Captain Loveless? Oh, she's swell. Very strong, very capable. No doubt planning to kill every one of us. <laughs> All within parameters, then. I've got it under control.
3: Good. Whatever else happens, I trust your judgment. But we need her, Warren. She's the key to everything we've been working for. Tonight's episode also featured Scotty Shoemaker as Mr. Cutter.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
2: Graham Shapiro is a decent man.
0: Gideon Media's hit sci-fi thriller Give Me Away returns. There's a lot of people screaming in that prison right now.
4: So scream me. Just know up front I'm going to have input. What happened? Are you
2: all right?
3: Tell us everything. Seems like you want to scare us into thinking you're going to let us starve. But should your treatment of us ever cause this decent man to let me off the leash again? Anything is possible.
0: Give Me Away Season 2, starting April 11th.